What if I told you it would make sense financially to no longer keep working to pay less taxes? People go, what on earth did you just say? What I'm saying is there are instances where it can actually make sense for your financial situation to stop working because you will pay less in taxes over the course of your lifetime. Now, what you're wondering is, okay, I'd pay less in taxes, but am I also going to take home less money? And that's what we're going to explore in today's episode. There are, crazy enough, instances where it can make sense to stop working. You will take home more money at the end of the day by no longer working. And if some of you are listening to this, I know you're going, oh my gosh, I never even considered this. Should I be no longer working? What I don't want you to do is listen to this episode and then all of a sudden go quit your job, okay? What I want you to do is have a good plan. It'll tell you when you are actually in a great position to retire early. So go through a process either with our firm here or any other financial advisor that you deem is competent and go through that with them. Now, let me say this. I'm going to start off with a few dopey jokes, okay? And then we're going to get into the fun and the bulk of today's episode, which is a very important one because I don't want you needlessly working if you shouldn't be working, okay? So let's explore this. The first dopey joke that I'm going to tell you, and this is how I start off these calls with my clients, just so you guys know, I'll give them a story. And the story comes from a client who's very nice and very close with me at this point. And their child is about 22 years old at this point, and they've come to me and they said, all right, I need you to talk to my child. That's what the client told me. I said, okay, what do you want me to talk to them about? They go, they're talking nonsense right now. I go, about what? They go, just go talk to them. I said, okay. So I talked to the child. Child's working, first job. And they said, all right, I'm, I'm thinking about declining my bonus. This is what the child of the client told me. Okay, they said, I think about declining my bonus. I said, why would you do that? They go, well, you know, first job out of college. I'm making pretty good money. I think, God, I could be wrong here, so tell me if I'm wrong, that if I make more money, I'm going to get taxed at the highest bracket, that ordinary income bracket, that marginal system we have here in the U.S. I said, that's true. They said, got it. So what I don't want to do, so you confirmed it. Thanks so much, Ari. I, I don't want to accept this bonus. I said, no, no, no. That, that's not what we want to do here. Yes, if you get a bonus of $10,000 and you are taxed at 30% between Fed and state, which by the way, is not what it was, just an example. Well, that's $3,000 that would be going to taxes, meaning you're taking home 7000 And they go, yeah, 3000 is a lot of money. I go, it is but it's a net take-home pay of 7000 You are going to put more dollars in your pocket by paying more taxes in this instance. They're like, oh, I see. So just needed a little click there. Now, once it clicked, they're good to go. Same examples I'm going to go through here for you guys. Sometimes it makes sense based off your age and your you know, RMDs and all these different things where it can make sense for you to stop working, even though you could keep working and bring in another $100,000, $400,000 because you're going to get crushed in RMDs shortly. And I need that income to be low to do a big Roth conversion, which is going to save you millions as opposed to just bringing in a few hundred thousand in a single year. So it depends on your situation. And that's what we're going to go through in today's episode. So with that being said, let's go over a recent comment of the week. And this is another one. Sometimes I'll pull from iTunes. Sometimes I'll pull from Spotify. This one is coming from YouTube. And this comes from Daryl Bratton, 9679, who says, love the channel, love the show and the fire movement, um, recreational employment. So what is he saying here? What he's saying here is the fire movement. A lot of you know what this is. It stands for financial independence, retire early. And I don't subscribe to that. People are going, well, I think that's kind of exactly what you do. I listen to your show. You talk about an early retirement. What I talk about is recreational employment. So replace retire early with recreational employment. So financial independence retire early becomes financial independence recreational employment. 
I find most people don't want to do nothing. They want to do something. They just want it to be fulfilling. And that's the premise of the show. The premise is I don't want you to just go retire for the sake of retirement. I want you to retire to something, retiring from something. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go do X, Y, Z. Some people, they just want to retire and they retire and now they don't have a plan for fulfillment or what they want to do. So I'll explore with my clients. I'll say, how much do you love what you do? And they'll say, you know, seven out of 10. I go, are there days where it's like a three? They go, yeah, but but that's pretty normal. I go, you're right. That is normal. Any days where it's a one? And they go, yeah, sometimes. I go, what if you took a job that paid a whole lot less, but you enjoyed it more? Would you even consider that? And they go, well, yeah, I'd consider it, but the truth is I just don't think it's going to work out. So I'll do it to humor you, Ari, but really it's not a value to me. I say, okay, let's just humor me then. And I'll show them and they'll go, oh my God, that's like a $200,000 difference over time. But by me talking, switching to this job you're recommending, I go, that's true. What does it say at the end? And, and they go, well, it still says $3 million plus million. I go, that's right. I'm recommending that you have fewer dollars at the end. They go, well, that's pretty bad financial advising, Ari. I say, yeah, it is on paper. On paper, the financial spreadsheet answer is incorrect. The spreadsheet answer is keep working not one more years or two or five, 20 more years because your plan will look great. But how much is enough? And good luck quantifying the impact on your health by you no longer working this stressful job where you are not prioritizing time with family and friends and relationships. So hopefully you're able to see the nuance here. The goal is not to die with the most amount of money, but to get the most life out of your money. So sometimes I'll recommend taking a job that pays a whole lot less if you're in a great spot to do so. If you're not, different story, okay? But hopefully you can see my my little example there. Now, let's hop in to start by talking about when you should never stop working just for the tax purposes, okay? Because a lot of you are listening right now loving this idea that it can make sense for you to stop working. You'll take home more dollars and you're going, I want you to tell me that. And I'm going to tell you that, but I'm going to start by telling you when it does not make sense. So I have, I'm doing, of course, all my episodes, iTunes, Spotify, you can listen on the podcast apps, wherever you podcast, Google, Stitcher, you name it. I'm also on YouTube. So on YouTube, um, I'm doing this content in case you want to see me actually go through this. I'm wearing my root shirt right now. So clients get these root shirts. Um, we, we work very seriously on our merchandise here at Root. So with that said, um, I have a few notes I want to go over here. And here are the three instances where it does not make sense to simply stop working for the idea that you'll have more at the end, okay? Number one, it's going to reduce your Social Security benefits. So if you retire early, what's going to happen is Social Securities, what they do is they look at your 35 highest years of earnings. So if you've worked for 30 years, then you have big uh, fat five zeros in there. I was thinking of a nicer way to say it, but I just went out and said it. Uh, five fat zeros in there. Your Social Security benefits going to get diminished by a whole lot, okay? Now, the truth is we don't know if you're retiring early, if we're planning on 100% of your benefit or 75% of your benefit. Some of my clients just want to see it as a bonus. However you like looking at Social Security. The truth is your Social Security is going to be impacted by these 35 highest years of earnings. So if you retire early because on paper you run a few things and go, wow, my RMDs are going to be crazy, required minimum distributions for those of you that don't know, which are going to turn on for most of you at 73 or 75. Once that turns on, it doesn't stop. So you're going to be forced to take out a lot. So people say, once I retire, my income is going to be low. Maybe I can do some tax things so I don't get crushed later. And so depending on your age, it can make sense to stop working. But before I get to when it does make sense, let's make sure we dial in when it does not make sense. Because part of my job is advising and part of my job is 
really telling you this is head trash. Don't think about this. Don't worry about this. So if you're simply going, I like the idea of retiring early simply for the, the tax benefits because I'm going to crush the RMDs and I don't love what I do right now, don't do it just for that reason. Okay. Now I'm going to go over the two others, but real quick, what I'm trying to get at, and you won't get a specific answer from this today. The reason for it, I'm not being mean. It just, it depends. This is what we do for our clients. You're not going to know their magnitude of the decision. And that's the, the real important thing here is sometimes it can be a $2 million decision to retire early. Um, sometimes it's a $70,000 decision. And if it was a $70,000 decision to keep working or not, my clients would say, oh my gosh, 70000 in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to stop working tomorrow. It, it doesn't make a big difference for me. And yeah, there's less dollars, but it's a smaller margin versus $2 million or $3 million, as you can imagine. So understanding the magnitude of savings can help. Let me give you one more example. I'm just thinking it could help. I could be wrong here. But I talked about this last week. Client came to me, they said, should I pay off my mortgage or should I invest? It's a common question I'll get. And the truth is the answer depends not just on your mortgage interest rate, not just on RMDs and things like that. It depends. What are you going to sleep better at? And they go, what do you mean? I never even considered that. I go, what's going to make you sleep better? And they're like, let me understand what you're saying here. Because what I'm saying is if it was a $600,000 difference, meaning if it was clear, it did not make sense to pay off your mortgage and you should invest. I'll tell a client, hey, you're welcome to pay off your mortgage, but you're leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table by doing so. And here's how you can see that. Other times I'll tell a client, you're leaving money on the table, but we're talking about 40 to 60,000 over the next 20 plus years. And I know you, and you are going to sleep better with that mortgage paid off. So go pay it off. Yeah. The spreadsheet answer says not to, but the magnitude of that decision isn't as great. It's not 600,000. If it's 300,000, it's, Hey, let's have a conversation. It's a lot of money, but you would sleep better. Let's talk about that. So hopefully you're going to see what I'm talking, the, the nuance of how all this gets related. Um, the second reason. You don't want to simply retire early just for the the income, okay, the concept that you would be saving more in taxes is do you have enough in a brokerage account? If you're retiring early, do you have a brokerage account, number one? But number two is are we pulling from IRAs, 401ks? Ultimately, it's where will income come from? Are we paying any taxes and penalties in order to get that income? And then finally, healthcare costs. Bridging that gap until 65. Maybe you're going to retire early and on paper it looks really good, but it's, oh, wait a second, healthcare. And, you know, I don't know where I'm going to come out of pocket for that. And maybe between you and your spouse, you're looking at $25,000. And then all of a sudden you go, well, that's for five years. So, you know, 125000 bucks. that changes my plan. So all of this to say, just don't forget these big expenses, which can put a big dent into the plan. Planning, oftentimes, I'll just call it bulletproofing because, you know, I'm an Excel guy, I like using Excel, and a lot of my clients like it as well. And they'll use Excel and it all looks good. And if you forget one variable or you do a Roth conversion incorrectly by one measure, all of a sudden you get a tax return and, and two years later, um, you've got these Irma surcharges with Roth conversions. So when you do a Roth conversion, two years later, your Medicare premium is going to go up if you're not careful. Other times what's going to happen is you're going to do an amazing tax move and then you're going to see your tax return um, and go, why on earth did I get a $40,000 refund. And it might be because your withholding was wrong. So there's all these little variables that impact this. I'm not going to go through the, the weeds of it because you will fall asleep. And that is not my goal. Okay. I just want to give you some helpful information on when it does potentially make sense to stop working for financial reasons. I'm not talking about emotional reasons. If you love what you do, great. I want you to keep working. If you don't, here's when you should consider it. So there's one real, real clear answer here. And the clear answer is if you're in your 
late 60s, early 70s, and you have significant RMDs. If you are 68 years old right now and you're listening to this, of which some of you are, and the reason I know it is because I talked to you and you retired early and people are listening going, 68 doesn't sound early and, and this person's still working. They retired early unsuccessfully, meaning they retired early, which you don't want to do. You want to retire once and they went back to work because they didn't plan out everything I talk about in all my episodes. Not to their fault, just real life stuff. Well, to their fault, but you know what I'm saying here. So the premise is, I want you to retire early with total confidence one time, okay? Now, when you do retire, the truth is, and this is just the facts, there's gonna be expenses that you can't plan for because that's how life works. I work with people, not robots. But what we do understand is if you are 68 or 69 years old and you have $5 million in an RM, in a IRA, excuse me, I'm almost getting mixed up on my words. Um, I'm doing a quick calculation on my end, like literally um, with you. And if RMDs are going to start, which means required minimum distributions at age 73, as an example, and you're 68 right now, and you have $5 million in an IRA, you're going to have to take out $190,000. Okay. That's the minimum starting point for your RMD. Now what's going to happen is you probably also have social security, maybe you have rental income, maybe there's a pension, which means maybe, you know, in four or five years from now, if you're 68, so in five years from now, you're 73, what's going to happen is you're going to have to take out 300, 400,000 plus dollars, of course, depending on how markets grow and things like that in 10 plus years from now. So the truth is you might go, I don't need 300, $400,000. I need like 70 or 80 or a hundred thousand to do everything I want to do. I say the government doesn't care and they're going to want their piece of the pie. So I'll tell a client, what's your income today? And they'll say, you know, when I'm bringing 120,000 a year, I go, okay, what if we considered retiring earlier, meaning stopping working on purpose, so 120000 is no longer coming in the door, and I know a lot of you are going, Ari, but I know it's not the 120000 you talk about, it's now 120000 more has to come from a portfolio, which changes the withdrawal rates, all of that is true, okay, so there's a lot of nuance to this, but I want you to understand the concept, which is if there are significant RMDs that you're coming into or significant inheritance that is coming to you, a major windfall, it can make sense to stop working for tax purposes and you will keep more money in the long term. And that's the premise of good tax planning. The premise is a client of mine, and this is a real story, they came to me, they didn't retire early successfully, but they did retire early on paper. They were 58 when they did it, and now they're 64. They're doing something else that they enjoy doing, but they're going to have significant RMDs. And they looked at their life and said, what do I want to do for income? What do I like doing? And we found there was a job that paid very minimal compared to what they were doing before. But you know what? For them, they said, I'm going to have fulfillment in this job. I'm going to enjoy this job. And for tax purposes, it's not bringing in a ton of income. And it's good because I'm going to be able to do really healthy Roth conversions. And when markets are fluctuating and going down, we can do even more Roth conversions. And the premise is those RMDs are not going to be a big issue for me. And so for them, it made a ton of sense to actually not keep working to the same degree they were working before, not just because they couldn't prioritize their health, but for financial purposes, even though it sounds crazy to, to a lot of people, sounded crazy to me, okay, until you really run the numbers and go, wow, these RMDs are going to be significant. So if you don't, if you're listening right now and you go, hey, I don't have significant RMDs and, and you know what? I'm 60 years old right now. It on paper will not make sense more often than not to retire early solely for the tax concept that you can minimize your tax over the course of your lifetime. Doesn't mean you shouldn't retire early. It still might make sense that you're in a great spot. And the sign of having significant RMDs is a sign that you are in a good spot. So we're talking about margin here. Okay. We're talking about optimizing your retirement. And if I can save a client hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes by simply telling them, Hey, 
you're in your late 60s. RMDs are going to turn on and inheritance is coming in. You're in this sweet spot of where it does not make sense to keep working because the truth is you're going to get crushed in taxes. Now you can not get crushed in taxes right now if you want to, but you're kicking that that tax can down the road and it's going to be there and it's going to be waving at you big high in a not fun way, okay? So that, that's kind of situation number one, significant windfall or inheritance. Situation number two here is with pensions and interest rates. So if you have a pension, you have the option for a lump sum or you have the option for annuity payment. If you take the lump sum option, it's going to vary depending on where interest rates are at. So if interest rates are higher, it's going to be very different. If interest rates are lower, it's going to be different. The truth is when interest rates are changing, it's going to change your take-home pay. And that take-home pay, that lump sum, what you're going to walk away with, one year it could be $950,000, the next year it could be $800,000. So it can make sense sometimes, depending on your income, to stop working one year take the lump sum pension because let's just take a hypothetical. Let's assume you're bringing in a hundred thousand dollars a year. And let's assume that the next year your pension is going to drop from 950,000 to 800,000. And these numbers are top of mind because there's a client I'm thinking of right now. It made sense for them to stop working, even though they were bringing in a hundred thousand a year, because next year their pension was going to get cut by 150,000 lump sum if they took that option. So the premise is sometimes it does make sense to stop working. Now, some of you are going, hey, I love working. Like I want to do something. I just, I'm not ready to retire early quite yet. For a lot of you, this doesn't make sense. So some of this truly is food for thought. But the premise of good planning, even if 95% of the time, it might not make sense for you. 5% of the time, if you are in this boat listing right now, I could save you hundreds of thousands, if not millions. The other 95% are going, hey, this is pretty cool. Maybe I can't implement this already, but good to know. Good to know that when that day comes where I'm thinking about an early retirement, maybe I think about it a little earlier. Not just for the tax premise. That What I'm talking about today is simply, when does it make sense from a financial spreadsheet answer to actually retire early because you will benefit more financially? There's an answer to that, Okay. Then there are instances where it does not make sense to. And I'll tell a client, I still want you to retire early. It's not going to save you more in taxes, but it's going to save you more in quality of life. And you're still in a great spot. And so it's, I don't want you getting lost in the weeds. Some people get so lost with this stuff. They want to optimize their taxes to an unhealthy degree to the point where they don't retire because it's not the optimal tax time to retire. Don't get lost in optimal. These are just thoughts I want you to think of. And then the last one here I wrote down is location arbitrage for tax reduction. So moving to a state with lower income taxes or no state income tax, of course, after retirement, that can, of course, significantly reduce your tax burden. And I'll, I'll ask the client, I'll go, do you want to live there? They go, no, but it's going to save me a ton of taxes. I go, so like, you want to move away from your family and friends? They go, all right, like, look how much it's going to save me in taxes. I go, no, I know it's a lot. Is it worth it? And they'll say, yeah, it is for like three, four years. I say, great. Then like, let's consider this because you can see the tax savings. Other times I'll say, here are the tax savings. You can't quantify time with family and friends, but you shared with me before the health of your mom's not the greatest. And how many more times would you see her if you moved to this state? And they go, yeah, probably a whole lot less. I go, then you're going to pay the taxes and, and you're going to be kicking yourself because I know you and you don't want to overpay. But the truth is you're just not going to get back that time with your mom. So in this situation, I'm recommending that you pay more in taxes. Okay. So you can see the premise here is it depends. Some of my clients go, I don't have family or friends. I want a new community. And if I'm going to go to a new community and I want to live in the heat because I'm in New Jersey or Rhode Island or whatever, then I'm going to go to Florida and I'm going to live my best life there and I'm going to pay less taxes. Great. I want you to do so. But so 
Very few examples, but the premise here, don't let the tax tail whale the life dog and get your thoughts thinking of, okay, I'm not doing cookie cutter planning anymore. Because a lot of you, it's, you know, maybe you have an advisor right now, or maybe you don't, and it's, what's your age? What's your risk tolerance? What about these tax, these insurance, these estate planning? If you even look at the recent, you know, Root Financial Google reviews, which is, of course, our firm, you're going to see on there, you know, I'm saving clients in terms of what's their umbrella insurance premium? What are they doing for their auto and home policies? What are you doing for all property and casualty? What about long-term care? Some of my clients go, well, I'm going to self-insure long-term care. I say, great. Did you know there's a law that's going into place where you're going to be forced to have to get a policy? And when you do get it and everyone's going to go at the same time, what do you think the cost is going to be? And they're like, yeah, a lot. I go, exactly. So none of this stuff is, of course, me being mean. I'm just trying to save all of you as much as I humanly can in taxes and thinking a little bit differently. So sometimes you're going to listen to this and, and not take an action item away like this one for a lot of you. You're going to go, this didn't apply to me. Maybe a few of you are going to go, wow, I didn't think about that regarding my pension. Or you know what? That location arbitrage for tax reduction or, oh my God, I do have inheritance coming in. How does that change my plan? So all of these are thoughts. Doesn't mean you're implementing all of them, but my job is, as I see it, is to invite you to think about all these different ideas. And the way I'll say it is during you know the holidays around my family, we're big on not marrying ideas. So we all have ideas. Let's put them on the table and pick the best idea. We will kind of write all of them down and put them in a hat because if it comes out of one person's mouth naturally, we might go, well, that idea, you know, that person made this decision before. We want that out of there. So with my clients, I'll do the same thing. I'll go, here's the financial spreadsheet life. Here's the financial spreadsheet answer to everything we discussed. They'll go, wow, good to know. I'll go, here's the life answer. Here's what I actually recommend you do. And they'll go, why do those look so different? I go, because a spreadsheet's not going to tell you the whole story. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, this is all I had for today's episode, guys. These are situations where it can make sense to actually stop working to take home more money financially versus other situations where it certainly does not. And I do not want you retiring too early. So let me be crystal clear on that. Okay. You only want to retire once and you want to do it with success. So hopefully guys, this was helpful. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please do drop a comment. Um, if you're listening on the podcast apps, please do leave a review. Helps more people find the show. Thank you for Thank listening you to another episode of the Early Retirement Show. If you have a question that you want answered in a future episode, you can always go to my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com. That's earlyretirementpodcast.com. And you can go ahead and submit a question that I'll look to answer in a future episode. Thank you all for listening. Please do rate it, review it, and share it with someone who you think would benefit from this information if there's anyone out there that you know. I certainly appreciate it, and I will see you all each week. Hey, guys, it's me again. Please be smart about this. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as financial, tax, or legal advice. Consult with your tax preparer or financial advisor before taking any action. This podcast is for informational purposes only.